As day comes and night falls, for the rest of our lives we'll miss y'all. And even though life must go on, we still mourn while wishing y'all were home. And can we have another moment of silence? When was your first time 
by Jason Cannon. I was in the seventh grade and his classmate, Justin Golden, skipped me in line. I said, yo, what you doing? He said, shut up, you monkey nigga. I asked him what he said again. And again, he repeated, shut up, you monkey nigga. I picked him up by his neck and slammed him against the lockers. After a few seconds, Miss Nightingale came and told me to put him down. I said, he just called me a monkey nigga. She responded, I don't care what he called you. Put him down. After I put him down, I asked her what she's going to do about him calling me a monkey nigger. And she said, nothing. Forget about it. I hold no ill will towards Justin Golden. And if anyone knows him that we went to traditional, tell him I said I forgive him. But don't try that today. To this day! As if 400 years of slavery wasn't enough. From the womb as a black man, we was born to be tough. Lynched, whipped, burned was the thing of the past. But to this day, jailed, raped, gunned. How long will it last? As if Malcolm X and MLK wasn't a must. As Eric Garner, Breonna Taylor, Trayvon Martin, all died from, well, just being us. Dark like molasses, black like the night. United we stand, together we fight. Fighting for Amal Arbery and all of the others. Tell me why y'all killing all our sisters and brothers to this day? I don't remember a time when none of my people did anything to you people other than work hard and try to be equal. Now y'all mad at protesters and riots? We showed you nothing but peace. We done being quiet. father came to this country with nothing he couldn't even speak the language but he worked hard and he made a place for himself and his family now why can't you people do the same hey, my grandfather built this country man he fought wars for it and most places he went wouldn't let him sit down and get a cup of coffee i can't even catch a cab in new york you know it doesn't matter how many degrees i get all you people see is color your grandfather was an immigrant 
You're American. My grandfather was born here, Duke. And you people still look at me as just another nigga. Come around, you know, in my neighborhood. All right, you kids, stop having so much fun. Move along. Oh, they'd arrest me, you know, especially at night. They have a curfew, right? Niggas have to be home by 11, Negroes 12. And you'd be trying to get home, you know, doing your crew runs. They always would catch you out in front of a store or something. Because you'd be taking shortcuts, right? Cops. Put your hands up, black boy. I don't wanna hurt nobody. We just came here to party. See a few dames exchange some names. I'm a top shot, the kid stay in your lane. The cop shot the kid, same old same. Pour out a little liquor, champagne for pain. Slap boxing in the street. Crack the hygiene in the heat. The cop cars on the creek. Doing they roundups, we just watch for the sweet. Yeah, it's hotter than July. It's the summer when niggas die. It's the summer when niggas ride. Together we'll be strong, but forever we divide. So y'all are blowing my high. Type of shit that's killing my vibe. White kids are brought it alive. Black kids get hit with like five. Get scared, you panic, you going down. The disadvantages of the brown. How in the hell the parents gonna bury their own kids, not the other way? Around. Reminds me of Emmett Till. Let's remind him why Cat Nils. Are you hurting? Not fake hurting, but for real hurting. Is it hard to do church when it feels like black murders get swept under the pulpit? Are you terrified of hugging someone who voted for Trump on Sunday mornings? Singing songs of praise with saints who never learned the melody of black boy blues? Who think we riot for fun? Treat our pain invisible and forget to mourn with us after Bible study. I know how much it stings when some of our churches will fly to Africa to do missions but won't march for Trayvon in Florida. The spit in the face of our struggle when all lives matter sounds like get over it. Why do black people always have to hurt so loud? Well, some church folks want you to be Christian, but not black. Please believe that God sees our frustrations, but blind men not sharing our tears should not make us treat the church like it's not the bride of the God who made Black Lives Matter seven. Did you know Christ is a woke Jew from Galilee? who hated racism with all of his deity, but loved the fire and brimstone out of racist men who could see past his brown skin to worship him as God? If we think he won't bring justice for Mike Brown, Tamir Rice, Freddie Gray, Sean Bell, and all the other brown bodies America did not sing the national anthem for, maybe we should stop studying our history just for a moment and scan the scriptures for his resume. Ain't no way God don't see us when he sits on the throne that high. You can't tell me if he cry for help, he won't teach us how to fight and love at the same time. Fox News can't convince God that men made in his image deserve bullets for selling loose cigarettes or reaching for his wallet or wearing the hoodie in the wrong neighborhood. Don't let no lie tell you. Don't let no lie tell you. Christ ain't for black folk. When for centuries he thought so much of us that he allowed us to share in his sufferings. Please believe our roots being plucked from the shores of Africa in 1619. Our grandparents being raised in the Ku Klux Klan South with South African features and black bodies 
steel, become a steel as blood wash payment today by the hands of cops. That's been our way of relating to the pain of our savior. Don't let Satan trick you. Make you think the cross we bear as a people ain't beautiful. Like God ain't got no crowns waiting for black craniums after we endure to the end. That day is coming when Jesus will come and swoon over the true woke Christian in all white and rescue him from all injustice. And on that day, we will complete the old Negro spiritual song of our ancestors when they look towards the hills and saying, we shall overcome. And we will be glad we did. Like the child who waited patiently for the storm to pass to play beneath the sun. And the woke Christian, tired but yet righteous, will finally get his chance to rest in the sovereignty of his Savior. And I'm in denial. And it don't take no x-ray to see right through my smile. I know. I'll be on the go. No drink out there that can numb my soul. Oh no. All we wanna do is take the chains off. All we wanna do is break the chains off, man. All we wanna do is be free. All we wanna do is be free. All we wanna do is take the chains off. All we wanna do is break the chains off, man. All we wanna do is be free. All we wanna do is be free. Can you tell me why? I, of course, saw more white people than I had ever seen in my lifetime. As a child, I only saw white people on the odd occasion that my family and I visited tourist attractions like Duns River Falls in Jamaica. And I used to stare at them in awe. Like, I saw them as gods. I was a, I was a child then, okay? I was a, a child, a child. But I saw them as higher than me, as better than me as having more than me. When I came to Canada, I was happy to be here and not in the US. After all, it is a multicultural society, isn't it? 
Everybody gets along in Canada, everybody values and respects each other and their origins. Not true. When I first moved here, I lived in a small town where very few people looked like me. Now, no one ever called me the N-word. Most Canadians are too nice for that. But there were those that insulted my origins for fun, those that exploited me because I'm an immigrant, those who belittled me because they thought I was poverty-stricken and hungry and dying and suffering in Jamaica, and that is why I came to Canada and, you know, stuff like that. One day, me and my friend Samuel were walking downtown, and this is downtown in the small town where I lived in, and I was about to go in a store, and he pulled me away and, and said that we can't go in there. And I was like, why can't I go in there? And he said that the week before, he went into that same store and he was asked to leave because they don't serve his kind there. On another occasion, a white coworker struggled to even utter the word black as she was making a statement about my kind of people. So instead she used the term your kind instead. And I couldn't understand why she had so much trouble saying the word black as if, it, as if it's a bad word, as if there is something wrong with the word black or with being black. I have absolutely no trouble saying white. <laughs> a friend of mine recently shared that she was denied opening a bank account in Canada because she has an EU passport and could be laundering money or a part of a mafia gang. My husband has been racially profiled in Toronto by Toronto police on several occasions. He and his friend have been called the N-word in Toronto. And I have been followed on numerous occasions in high-end stores by some overly helpful sales clerks. I recently did an interview with a white Canadian woman for this show for my podcast and I had to scrap it because of some racist statements she made while also claiming that she doesn't want to sound racist because she is not racist. Which is what a lot of racists tend to say. I'm not racist, but your actions are racist. In the last week or so, Canada has been in the news because of Miss Amy Cooper, a.k.a. Hashtag Karen, a white Canadian woman who called the cops on a black man, Christian Cooper, because he asked her to put her dog on a leash, which he had every right to do because that is the rule of the park where she was walking her dog. Amy told Mr. Cooper that she was going to call the cops and tell them there's an African-American man threatening her life. And she put on quite a show. Amy, you need an Oscar. Now, anyone who watched that video would think that this woman was really under attack. Amy has since apologized, and she's saying, oh, I'm not, I'm not racist. I don't know if anyone ever told Amy that your actions speak much louder than your words. So Amy has been fired from her job, and she may also be banned from Central Park, which is where the incident took place. Now, while Amy only lost her job, and her dog, and maybe some of her dignity, Christian Cooper could have been another hashtag. 
Now, many people in Canada were shocked to learn that Amy Cooper is Canadian because, oh my God, Canadians are so nice. And Canadians are not racist. After all, this is a multicultural society. No, y'all, there are Amy Coopers all over Canada, and it is time they get exposed, and it is time anti-Black racism in Canada be addressed. This past week, a Black woman in mental distress was allegedly pushed to her death from the 24th floor of her apartment building in Toronto by Toronto police. And it was initially reported as a suicide. Now, I haven't seen any videos of her actual fall. I don't know if there are any out there. But her family members who were present at the time of the incident say that she was pushed. And I stand in solidarity with the family, and you should too. In cases of police brutality and excessive police force, black victims are almost always blamed for their own death. Now an investigation has been launched and I hope we will get some answers soon and that we will get justice for Regis. No one deserves to die like that and no one deserves to have their child taken away from them like that. If you are an individual who has heard the heartbreaking stories of black men and women losing their lives at the hands of the police and you feel no remorse, you feel completely removed from the situation because the color of your skin gives you that privilege, then you need to recheck your humanity. If you are a white person who feels like there is no such thing as white privilege, you need to recheck your humanity. You need to educate yourself. You need to learn the history. If you are a black person that feels like anything at all justifies these men and women being killed, being murdered in the streets the way they have been murdered in the streets, then something is wrong with you. I said what I said and I meant it. Nobody deserves to die like this, no matter what you have done. Angela Davis, an activist for oppressed black people, once said that in a racist society, it is not enough to be non-racist. You have to be anti-racist. My friends, you have to speak out for what is right. You have to speak out for black lives everywhere. I saw a post earlier this week, which is a perfect explanation for those who respond to Black Lives Matter with All Lives Matter. It says that saying All Lives Matter as a response to Black Lives Matter is like saying the fire department should spray down all the houses in a neighborhood, even though only one house is on fire, because all houses matter. Yes, your house matters too. But your house is not on fire. You matter too, even if you aren't black. That goes without saying, and we see it every day. We know that all lives matter. But blacks are under attack, and we have been under attack for centuries. We have been stripped of our dignity, of our humanity, of our right to live. That is why I am saying Black Lives Matter, and that is why you should too. Alex, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be alive. I'm a young black man, doing all that I can to stand. Oh, but when I look around and I see what's being done to my kind, Every day, I'm being hunted as prey. 
people don't want no trouble. We've had enough struggle. I just want to live. God protect me. I just want to live. I just want to live. When was my first time by divine destiny? It was 1989. I was 10 years old. We were living in Patterson, New Jersey. Anytime we had any money, we would hit up the corner store Julio. On this particular day, we get to the store, get our usual snacks like gum, a jumbo popsicle, and some chips. And as we were checking out, Julio was saying something in Spanish. I didn't pay it any mind. One, I don't speak Spanish. So I didn't know what he was saying, but one of my cousins happened to be black and Dominican and she understood every word and Julio had no clue. When we left the store, somebody was like, they was talking about us. I was like, who was talking about us? She said the store owner Julio. I was like, well, what did he say? She stated that he said he hate when the little niggas come to his store and buy things. And I was like, oh, is that right? So we ran home. And told my uncle all about what Mr. Julio had to say. He made his way to the store, pulled his gun out on Mr. Julio. And from that day forward, we had no more problems with him. I come here today to talk about how I feel. And I feel like that we are treated differently than other people. And I don't like how we're treated. And just because of our color doesn't mean anything to me. I believe that you're doing great. You're doing, you're doing a great job. We are black people and we shouldn't have to feel like this. We shouldn't have to protest because y'all are treating us wrong. We do this because we need to and have 
When Was My First Time by Urban Lather from the Rude and Urban Truth podcast. I've known that I was black my whole life, but I didn't feel my blackness until college at 18 and up till then. I surrounded by people who looked like me in a predominantly black schools and neighborhood. I knew I was going to be different because my mom gave me this little speech about how different things would be. At the time, I was naive and thinking, yeah, different because I'll be free to do what I want. She was talking about differences in the sense that I will be encountering implicit bias, overt racism, and a slew of other racially based things from my white peers and professors. The first time I felt racism was in my undergrad public speaking course. The professor, a white female, asked the class, what are our aspirations post-college, if any? I was the only black person in the class. When my turn came, I mentioned my intentions of going to law school. The professor asked if I ever considered being a legal assistant. There's nothing wrong with being a legal assistant. However, the two white students before me who had announced they always wanted to pursue law school, weren't recommended to be legal assistants. When I got accepted into law school in 2014, three years post-grad, I looked her up and emailed her my acceptance letter. She never responded. My first time from the podcast, Tuesday with Tamika. In second grade, a little white boy called me and my friends niggers and threw sand in our face. I beat the mess out of him. I got suspended, he got to play. I was seven, the first time I knew things weren't fair because of the skin I'm in. Thing is that, as far as I'm concerned, since we met you people 500 years ago, look at us, we've given everything. You are still taking. It's true. I mean, where will the whole Western world be without be without Africa? Our cocoa, our timber, our gold, our diamonds, our platinum, our whatever. Everything you are is us. I am not saying it. It's a fact. And and in in return for all of this. What have we got? Nothing. Anti-personnel indoctrination against ourselves. If you go and cook your horrible diseases like AIDS, you say it is us. You brought us tuberculosis. We didn't have this big cough until white people came here. In exchange for, in exchange for Africa giving Europe 500 solid years of our people, I mean, not Europe, the Western world, of our human beings to work your canes, to dig your gold, to take in gold itself, diamond, I mean, you know, fish, peanuts, palm oil, everything. In exchange for that, we have got nothing. Nothing. And you know it. Nothing. And you look upon, you know, white folks look upon us like monkeys. It is true. It's in your literature. Hey, you know, some of your best thinkers have said this about us. Have you heard of the 
I mean, all these Germans, have you heard? Okay. Yes. <clears throat> they said Lord Burton, yes. people like that. They said, we, we, we don't even have the brain of, of animals. That's what we've got from you people. But don't you think that this is over now? Over where? Is it over? Who said that eight came from the green monkey? Is it over? Is it over?
All's my life I has to fight. All's my life I hard times like yeah, bad trips like yeah, Nazareth. I'm fed up, homie. You fed up, but if God got us, then we gon' be alright. When I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11, even boom with the bass down. Skimming, and let me tell you about my life. Painkillers only put me in a twilight. We're pretty Benjamin is the highlight. I tell my mama I love her, but this what I like. Lord knows, 20 of them in my Chevy. Tell them all to come and get me, reaping everything I sow. So my karma come in heaven, no preliminary hearings on my record. I'm a gangster in silence for the record. Uh. Tell the world I know it's too late. I think I've gone crazy Trying to side my faces all day Won't you please believe when I say When you know we've been hurt, been down before When our pride was low Looking at the world like where do we go And we hate poor poor When they kill us dead in the street for sure I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gonna be alright To a house, you a car, 40 acres and a mule, a piano, a guitar, anything. See, my name is Lucy, I'm your dog. Mother, you can live at the mall. I can see the evil, I can tell it. I know it's illegal, I don't think about it. I deposit every other zero, thinking of my partner. Put the candy, painting on a Rico, digging in my pocket. In a profit, big enough to feed you every day, my logic. Get another dollar just to keep you in the presence of your Chico. Ah! I don't talk about it, be about it. Every day I seek you. If I got it, then you know you got it. Heaven, I can reach you. Pet up, pet up, pet up, my dog, that's all. Big Chat, I trap the back for y'all. I rap, I black on tracks, so rest assured. My rights, my wrongs, I write till I'm right with God. When you know we've been hurt, been down before. When our pride was low, looking at the world like, where do we go? And we hate poor, poor. Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure. I'm at the preacher's door, my knees getting weak, and my gun might blow, but we gon' be alright. in my prayers I remember you was conflicted misusing your influence sometimes I did the same abusing my power full of resentment resentment that turned into a deep depression found myself screaming in the hotel room I didn't want to self-destruct the evils of Lucy was all around me so I went running for answers <laughs> 